0: if you want to start us off, I guess.
1: Who, me? Yeah, you're the host. Oh, you're the host. This is... No, this is you're the else. host.
0: We've agreed that you're the host. You're actually the host. Since when? <laughs> Since you brought the idea up. Since you Inviting you guys to the thing.
2: Host, you're there, the Robert. host. <laughs> you need to go to the beginning <laughs> of that combo. Yeah. Go to the beginning. Hold on, hold on. The hold very on. beginning of the combo. Are you going to the combo? Let
1: me search host.
2: Are you <laughs> <being> serious?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the <laughs> <laughs> He just he just thought He just thought, oh no, I like this idea. I'm on it. Never read in the job description. If you write too much stuff, then my my mind blurs. Okay,
1: I saw the, the, the cool questions part after the, I didn't see that. I think my I just out the host. I don't know how to host. Yeah. Well hello everybody, welcome to the what was it called? <laughs> The Blacksmith Furnace. Welcome to the Blacksmith Furnace. <laughs> um, we're going to start by introducing ourselves. I'm Robert, and with me I have, to my left, I'm Peter. And to my right, I have... Oh,
2: snap, we are actually recording. okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Um Obviously, I'm Moses, but I don't really know why. I said okay.
1: As you can see, like we're not very serious when it comes to this whole podcast. Okay, well, it's not that we're not serious, <laughs> we're, we're, we're very new to this.
2: So, we're, so we haven't got that
1: professionalism nah you
2: know you know what it is yeah. it's not even the case of that we're not serious it's just we're not trying to put up a front we're not trying to convey that we're these group of people who have been doing this from day dot or whatever we're just like free ordinary people just coming together to just talk about the faith and how it fleshes out in our lives so you're gonna get us you're not gonna get these I ain't even trying to like call out any names or anything but you're not gonna get no faces or anything, you're just going to get us. So here's what it is. I'm Moses, but I'm going to go by the alias of Muse, obviously, lowercase Muse. Yeah.
0: Does that mean we have to call you Muse? <laughs> lowercase Muse.
2: Lowercase Muse. M U S E. Nah, the reason I emphasise the location Muse is that I, I saw, um I was listening to The Chopping Block. I was watching The Chopping Block. If you don't know The Chopping Block, it's lamp mode chopping Rock, where all the lamp mold artists come together and they just talk about doctrinal stuff and how it actually comes together and they were speaking about how they presented themselves in their music and Shia Lin and Timothy Brindle said something that really struck me it was like when you look at their first music albums their names are written in all lower cases and it's done on purpose yeah. to emphasize that they don't they, they're not putting themselves on any pedestal or anything like that. They're, they're, like, submitting themselves to God. So God is in, like, capitals, and they're in lower cases. And that's just something that, mm. when I heard it, I was just like, wow, that's, that's really dope. That's, it's like a, just in the simple things, but yeah. even submitting that to the authority of God, like you've you've like purposefully put your name in lower case yeah. to kind of show your submission to the word and to what mm. you're, you're presenting. So even when you look at their albums, they don't put their faces on their albums because they're not trying to sell themselves. Mm. They don't. I'm not saying that artists that do put their face on the albums tend to do that, but in in outside of the Christian, I was gonna to say to even like,
0: Stephen Deliver put his face on his latest one. Can I be honest? Yeah, but fair enough. But he like and even
2: um, Jason, his face Growing is on pretty page, much all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but it's still for them to they've consciously put so, things so. in place to emphasize that it's not themselves that they're trying to, to magnify and even um god's servant has kind yeah. of taken walked in their footsteps and yeah. that's something that i really like taking admire. it to a new level yeah even,
0: not putting his name even on. the name yeah. god's servant yeah
2: like, yeah even the name god and he said he he picked that name on purpose yeah. to emphasize that he is god's servant and that's why mean, he's
1: doing it but then with that kind of name don't you think that puts a lot of pressure on you
0: i think it's the right kind of pressure though. yeah it's the right kind of question. Well, you could get into a place where you're talking maybe about having to put up a front, um, or trying to live up to this name and be holy because you've called it holy. But in kind of like his discussion, and I think, um, Mo, well, you sent this around. Sorry, lowercase muse. You sent this, <laughs> you sent this around to us. Um, you kind of get from the way he was talking about the choice of word and, uh, or choice of name, uh, and, and the approach he has to it there. It won't, it won't put that kind of pressure on him because he's completely recognized it as a act of humility. Okay. And so you continue being him.
1: First tangent of the night.
0: But actually, just, just okay, before that. Before the first tangent. Before the, first, the first, tangent. first tangent of the night. <laughs> just so that you don't have the pressure. We'll, let's all, we'll all be co-hosts. So yeah, we okay. could all do it. But since you're normally the tangent guy, tangent guy. uh, sometimes it will all fall on you to bring us back on point or to lead us astray as you see fit.
2: Oh, it's a responsibility, <laughs> but I'll try my best. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Random question: If you were uh, a Christian artist, <laughs> well, we would well, we are a Christian artists. Mm. If you had to give yourself a name, what would your name be?
0: We all kind of had names already. Yeah, yes. you yeah. got the lowercase Muse. Yeah, lowercase muse. Uh,
2: it's nah, um Even to interject, um, um, my name initially was Sir um, Muse, mm. but again, it was a conscious er- effort to drop the Sir and then change the Muse to all lowercase. And again, it was because. To emphasise the fact that submission and stuff, but also the name sir, it's kind of like, it's it's, it's it's a mark of respect.
0: Mm.
2: And I have the mindset where I'm not going to demand respect, I'd rather earn it. So I'd rather earn the respect than demand it with my name. Mm. So yeah, that's how we just cut it. So even in like um, social media, mm. it's all of it's changed. Yes.
0: Fair enough, yeah.
2: Okay. What about yourself, Peter? Mine's a uh, BKPAF.
0: Yeah. I, I, I've never known what that stands for or if it stands for something. So, well, that's the whole point, it's like to create a certain mystique. So, when you look at me, you think of mystique. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think of Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually, it actually means, um, brother kindly presenter all forward. And, okay. The idea is from, uh, God having given us talent, some five, some two, some one. Uh, but whatever he's given to you, at the end, he will ask you to kind of like present it forward. As so it's an imagining of me being in front of God and him saying, brother, kindly present all forward. And it's everything that he's given me, what I've done with it, I am pushing it forward. And that's why the podcast and the blog and everything focuses on, uh, everything because i think we're too we're too individual or we're too human or we're too unique to be put in a single box and you find that everyone is a combination of ideas and passions and, mm-hmm. and kind of tend to just allow for all of those to express themselves yes, yes, yes. how about yourself sir
1: me oh if do i do I even go by them yeah if i guess i go by the name bobby A.
0: Like Bobby Bobby
2: (laughs) (laughs) B,
1: Where that came from? (laughs)
0: Slide down. That was Mo singing. You can't sing.
1: Everyone's got a nice backstory to how they got their names. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) mine came from, like, I was in uni one time. This was during exam period. And...
2: (laughs) Let's not make it better.
1: I tattooed, like, I drew a tattoo on, like, a girl's arm. And then, like, I signed it, Bobby A. And I thought, right, that would be a nice... That would be a nice name to go by and I, uh, Even though that's That's the origin of it Like I think it, it's nice Because Outside of family and church Everyone calls me Robert mm. So it's only people in In church And my like family That call me Bobby So I feel like With that name It's like you get to know The mm-hmm. the real me Nice yeah. Nice And A Because my last name Begins with A So
0: hey, sir Yes If you don't mind me saying that on the podcast S A H
2: Cheers Raw Spell no it one. out for you man Obviously Trust me And then yeah
1: So That's us Is that introduction done? That's us okay. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I'd also like to add Like to the listeners Just To To try and See as you're being invited To a conversation between guys Like Mo said You're getting us Um But I think And that's why we would recommend You listen to this podcast With uh, earphones as well Uh Just so that you have that feeling Of being in The uh, In the actual podcast So Absolutely. you might notice I would come in your, I believe in your right earphone. Mm-hmm. Mo, will come more in your left earphone. And I'll be like directly
2: that. into your eyes.
0: Um, So just see it uh, as you're being you invited know, yeah. to a conversation.
2: Vlad, if if you're a female listening to this, yeah. <laughs> hey. What about this? I'll be looking directly into hey. your eyes, yeah. Vlad, no.
0: Think about think
2: Jesus, innit? Think about Jesus. What would yeah. Jesus do? What would Jesus do, <laughs> yeah?
1: Yeah, hey, so I like No, no, I like that because it's, it's almost like by looking at me, this. No 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 no, 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 bro, no, 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 bro, no, no, no. Well, no, no. that's what you
2: said, that's what you implied. No, 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 no. I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. When a brother's looking you, in your eyes, <laughs> think what oh, would Jesus do?
1: Yes, yes. He yes Satan, to
2: get behind it. He would
1: look back with a yes, man. Let's go on.
2: Before we
1: All right. On to more serious subjects. Yes, sir. What's the first topic for tonight?
2: Right. Um, you know, let's start with something light, something light and comical. Okay, so we said
1: so, so we say serious topics. Then we're gonna go for something serious.
2: yeah We're gonna go for something light. Obviously, it's we'll like lightly serious. That, okay, yeah, no, because this this one's got a little kick to it, still. If you're in church and someone's breath is kicking, <laughs> do you tell them or do you just pretend not to notice? Jeez. One has to be polite, in it? Um, but this is the thing though, yeah sometimes you'll be getting that 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 uh, like obviously doing praise and worship and that, and then it's coming out with that hallelujah <laughs> with that oh, amen, and then it's it's, it's melting your face, yeah, but it's peak on
1: two levels because one, like you know he's his, his breakfast smelling, and then everyone else that he goes to knows. They know as well. But it's like, he doesn't, I, I, I don't understand how he
2: doesn't know. Cause like, you know when your breath is kicking, you know your breath is kicking. Fam. But, do you, do you know the only thing is, yeah, it could, what makes it even more peak is that there could be so many different reasons why the guy is best. <laughs> peak. <Pete. The, laughs> I think you should be
0: sensitive to the spirit. <laughs> and, in those instances, no, no, nah, no, no, no joke. Alright, so, I think it's in the Bible that to know the right thing to do and not do it is also sin. Oh, mm. uh, I think it's called sin of omission or whatever, mm. where you know the right thing to do or you you see something wrong and you don't do anything about it. So if someone's breath is kicking, I think you should you should approach them like I, I think God would approach them, Christ would approach them, and with be a like, yeah, yeah, what it takes. Like, obviously, there's there's wise ways to do it. I don't think agree. I don't think I agree with it
1: <laughs> because like in that church environment. You telling them that the
2: reference is smelling isn't going to stop. But, the but if, if you come, if you come to me, you're like, oh, brother Joshua, whatever. Do, do you want a mint? No, please, please. Oh yeah, that's fine.
1: <laughs> they can mint. But what if you don't have a mint? Should you go out to buy a mint and bring it back? Absolutely. The yeah. what if you
0: ain't got no money, go ahead and ask the church for money. Like, wow, that's what? why what? people take pay tight so that there'll be food in the house when <laughs> you come, come down to the breath mints. Yeah. Breath mints. yeah. Oh. No, yeah, but, but like, no, but for on the, on the real, like. If if my breath was, thick, was was kicking, hard as it would be, like maybe in hindsight I can look back on someone telling me that my breath was kicking and be thankful because I maybe I didn't notice it, maybe I didn't know, and because that person told me I took steps to go and get diagnosed with gum disease or I actually started Rah. chewing. No, 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 like for real, like it could actually be a good thing. It could be a good thing later on down the line. Like in that moment it will be cringe, but... Later on, you know, I'm brushing my teeth more. I'm chewing more chewing gum. And later on, maybe my confidence is higher or, like, I'm not... My breath is not kicking anymore. Okay, so what happens if you tell someone, um,
1: your breath a bit peak, and then they say, all right, but then they come back next week, it's still bad. You tell them again,
2: again. So t- that cycle of telling them they don't do nothing about it. My thing is worse, obviously. What if, like, you offer the person a mint and the person's like, no, no, I'm fasting. So obviously... <laughs> When you don't eat for a long period of time, but you, get, you get a lot of in your mouth, innit? So the person's like, the reason my breath's kicked, like, he doesn't say it, but you realise that, oh, okay, your kick. kicked. Yeah, so but I swear there's like, like ways to go around having your breath
1: kicked whilst, whilst you're fasting. Like maybe like rinse your mouth out of water every now and again.
0: But that might not work, though. I mean, there's still being a mouthwash. You're not, you're, not, you're not drinking that. for <laughs> <laughs> real. For real. But then, uh, I think tell the like
1: there's because wisdom like, there's it, wisdom it's it says in the bible like when and you, um, um, when you're fasting don't let people know that you're fasting
0: yeah so if your breath is kicking then you're gonna let people know nah <laughs> <laughs> no no for real I think there's wisdom there's there's a way to go about it you, maybe you can't tell the person find someone that they respect someone that they care about and then let them tell the person that yo your breath is kind of kicking um, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, how'd you go about... How, how'd you go and tell someone else Find i like, guys, kicking, can you go and tell him? <laughs> that's, the, that's not going to work. But uh, that's why I said find someone that that person respects. Like, like you do with anything. And I think what? that it will apply to anything as well, in the sense of... Okay.
2: Um, it might not... It might not strictly apply, but Matthew 18, church discipline. If you have a fault with your brother, go to him directly. Yeah. Have a word with him. Yeah. If he doesn't listen, go get two... Uh, do one or two more people so that in the midst of people people that can be confirmed if they still don't listen take it to the church yeah if they still don't listen kick them up so <laughs> it's a case of
1: yeah, like but it's better for a problem that, that needs to be directed
2: to, to
0: um the whole church hopefully it doesn't get me in the situation that you described yes this is a situation where we are praying we're asking the holy Spirit. so i think it's an
2: important situation
0: yes you you contact the church I think it's a big, a big enough situation to the your bad breath is a big enough situation.
2: because yes. <laughs> if you go to the person, the person's like, "I don't believe you." <laughs> okay, let me go call two more people to come smell your breath. If they confirm that, then your breath stinks. If not, you can get the pastor to confirm it for you if you want. Oh yeah, actually,
1: a little trick to know whether your breath is smelling. What you do <laughs> is you lick your hand, let it dry, smell it, and it shows you the freshness, the freshness of your breath. Try it sometime. I read in a book. Have you tried it? I've tried it. Did it work? I was crying after it.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think you can take this you can take the situation a little bit further and it could apply to anything. Like if oh, there's yeah. if, if there's someone who is doing something that is actually wrong Ooh. and they don't realise it, how would you go about addressing such such a situation? Obviously breath might be a bit more personal, more embarrassing than other things but how would you go about addressing someone who's doing something wrong and maybe not realizing it i think that's especially where matthew 18 comes in mm-hmm. um and that kind of um format as to how to go about it i think but i think it's it leads us onto to that question as to if your pastor is doing something or how do you go about correcting a pastor actually first of all are we in a position where a member should a member be able to correct the pastor yes
2: yes they should be and i think even from the new person that comes to your church to the oldest person in the English church should be able to correct the pastor there's humility in the ability of a pastor to be able to take correction from his congregation a pastor even though he is held accountable for his congregation the congregation are held accountable for their pastor as well definitely so the congregation are in the bible we are called to pray for our elders mm. pray for the pastors and stuff like that mm. as a congregation we are to hold the pastor accountable for his position so if we see him abusing money or abusing something we have, to, we have to call him to account to account for what he's doing with it because it mm essentially he's squandering our money mm. as the head shepherd of the church he's squandering our money and the church isn't just the building we are the church mm. so he's not bringing the building into disrepute he's bringing us into disrepute but who gets to decide what's important and what's not important the church as a whole it isn't just one person it'll be the church as a whole and i think it's it's a case as well of obviously we've got and also um a church shouldn't just be led by just one pastor there should be a group of people on top. Or, not even on top, there should be a group in terms of leadership. Um, So there should be elders, pastors, deacons, all of those guys in place. I'm guessing not necessarily with those titles specifically. Yeah, not with those titles specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, (coughs) Even like secretary, whatever. Title doesn't really matter. But there should be a group, not an elite group within the church that kind of run things, but... Where there's like, even in the Old Testament, there was the lead, the leaders of thousands, the leaders of hundreds, the leaders of tens. So different people who, if members of the congregation have disreputes, they can go to these individuals. And all these individuals, um, the, all those leaders in the Old Testament spoke to Moses, if anything, they couldn't handle their stuff. And I think not necessarily that the pastors on top and everything kind of disseminates from there. But there's always a group. Whenever Paul went around to different churches, he established a group of elders. He established a group of people that would look over the church. It wasn't wasn't just one person.
0: But wasn't that just a matter of (coughs) administration? Like, during the whole um, Exodus period, it was just Moses. It was. Um, Until they started getting big, and then he was like, well, he can't deal with all the issues, Mm -hmm. and then formed
2: the courts and and stuff like that. Even that, it was... Form recommendation of his father-in-law, mm. his father-in-law said like, you shouldn't be doing this.
0: Mm. Okay, okay.
2: You're going. To, not only are you going to tie yourself up, but you're going to wear with them. So you need to divide yeah. it amongst people, spread the thing. So there's always security in council. There's always there's security in council. Counsel. And oh. as a church, if you only have one person sitting over it, then that church is only going in the direction that person decides. Yeah. So if that person makes a mistake, the church is veering off on that person's decisions. Mm. But if there's a group. There's going to be council. There's going to be different people sharing ideas and bringing things together. And as a as a group, (coughs) you can shape how the church moves forward. What for? The people in the council are corrupt. All of them. them. Yeah. Mm. Then that then that's a reflection of the church. You think so? Yeah. If the church elects people, because deacons and all of those stuff isn't, from my understanding, isn't just selected by um, the pastor. Because in Acts, when um, before they had the deacons who governed um, the distribution of food, Peter said, you pick people, bring them to me, bring them to us, the apostles. We will lay hands on them and establish um, their position. So Peter gave that to the congregation, that you pick select the people. Mm. But I know that nowadays, it tends to be the pastors like, oh, I see you faithful, I've been praying, and God's kind of... So you come, but it's, it should be, well, from my exposure anyways, it might not be like that in every church, but it should be the people that are kind of bringing people forward.
0: And then also people, it, it could be, you know, people could have been good, and then once they got into power, mm-hmm. gone bad. And it could be that it happened to everyone. So I don't know if it's necessarily a reflection of the church, but then it can be that there are good people who, once they got power, got, went bad and that makes sense name a couple pastors like that still <laughs> I'm saying like no names, <laughs> not saying no names in
1: because obviously I've done the research yeah. still like, well, hold on, hold but this, on. That, this
2: is the thing it's again it's, it's a case of I, I, I genuinely truly believe that um, the leadership of a church is a reflection of the church itself because Timothy yeah, says yeah. that um, I think it's Timothy um, people will start will be drawn who have itching ears and be drawn to pastors that preach what they want to hear and mm. it's a case of you will, you will lean to a pastor that is, or a minister or whatever that is preaching what you want to hear. If you want to hear God wants you rich, that's what you're going to listen to and that's what you're going to look out for. Mm. If you want to hear Bible teachings, that's what you're going to look out for. If you want to hear motivational speaking, that's what you're going to hear. And so and that's why I believe that eventually... It might not be initially, but eventually, the church will reflect the pastor,
0: Mm. and
2: the pastor will reflect the church, or the leadership will reflect
0: the church, and the church will reflect the leadership. Coming back to the main question, can I ask you guys, if you've ever been in a situation where someone has had to, like, not you were young, but now, now that you guys are all, you know, your own men, Mm -hmm. um, have you ever been in a situation where someone's had to correct you? Can you share that, and how would you have preferred it went, or if it went okay, um or if you've ever been that kind of situation before. Um,
1: no, I'm a good boy in church so. <laughs> Which means it's happened many times. <laughs> no, actually no, not in the church environment no. I mm. uh, make Because sure. you can be re you, you you can you can be That's I
2: make sure. Yeah. <laughs> you can't <laughs> versus tracks. You can be
1: you can be reckless outside the church, but in the church buildings, <laughs> no, you can't
2: be you're reckless saying, outside we're the not, church. I'm right? not recommending. Oh no, no, I'm not.
1: That you are reckless outside, outside the, the church. church. I'm talking about my about you're my wickedness okay, back church. in the day. Now
0: I'm, I'm not reckless outside the church. or inside the
1: church. <laughs> Amen. For the most part, Jesus is watching. me. Okay. I
0: think, but also, if, if if you were to be doing something, how do you visualize someone? And actually, there
1: was there the, the was this one time. It, it wasn't in my church, so I, I went to my friend's church. Hmm. And then, I didn't agree with something the pastor said one time. <laughs> and then, I must have gone to the friend, just like, I said, just be careful about what the pastor's saying, because some of it is...
0: Right, you went straight to... Yeah. yeah,
1: no, because I couldn't go to the pastor, because I, I didn't feel like it was my my place to come Ooh. into a church and then say what you're saying is wrong, mm-hmm. even though it was, it was clearly wrong. What was he saying? He said, what was it? Was it Psalm 23. Something. Oh no! are looking He was saying that that was a metaphor for the Garden of Eden,
2: and like Adam Eve being in the Garden. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> for okay, the reason we're laughing right now is Peter's got his face like say so he's he just put it into like feces. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I
1: went to the, I, I went to my friend, and I didn't say leave the church. I said just be careful about accepting everything that. Mm. The pastor's saying. And then she went and had the conversation with the pastor <laughs> <laughs> about this.
2: So the next day I got a nice call from the pastor. Oh. yeah, <laughs> but, and, but this actually gives me another question as well. If, but we'll get to this question last time. I'm just going to throw it out there. If you believe a pastor is not preaching the word, should you discourage other people from listening to it? But we'll get to that. In terms of me being corrected, I've found that in churches that I've been in long enough to be able to see making mistakes. And I, I've made mistakes within the church. Like, as soon as I came in, boom, like I uh, got saved, came church. Within the first two weeks, I picked up one girl from church. That was, that was missus, obviously. Come and do your thing. And then like, obviously, it it wasn't a holy relationship, it? I'll, I'll be honest. Like, it's heathen. It's people. But, yeah, it was blatant that people within the church knew it. Mm. But no one spoke to me about it. No one mentioned anything to me. Mm. And in hindsight, I know that they knew and they were talking about it behind my back.
0: Mm. But
2: no one said anything to me. The only times that I have received correction or received advice is when I asked for it. Mm. But outside of those situations, never. Mm. And it's like, it's blatant that they know the situation. Mm. And sometimes I'll have like, sly comments with those side side eyes towards me. Mm. Mm. Like say, um, if you guys, it's, it's like, yeah, all you little ones just going around, just doing your stuff. Side eye and continue. I'm the like, ones that oh, oh, yeah. they make
0: the preaching about you. Fam. But they won't actually talk to you. They just preach the whole congregation and make it about you. They're preaching to you.
2: And or this, this, is, the thing, this like, is the thing. This is the thing that I as as a new I I, I literally was saved like two weeks mm-hmm. when I got into that church and I think I started dating that girl like after a month or something afterwards. What I would have appreciated was at least someone who's realized that I was in this position to sit down and walk me through the Word. Mm. Discipleship. Mm.
0: Mm. That
2: would have been such a great help Mm. to be able to sit me down and be like, all right, cool. You're going, you're doing this currently. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Mm. We're going to go to the Scriptures and we're Mm. going to walk through the Scriptures and then we're going to allow you to pray on the situation and see what God gets you to do. Mm. Because it got to a point that I was doing what I was doing. I would go to church and then I'd be getting them side I'd be getting convicted, condemnation, whatever. And I was torn. I was like, do I even want to go back to church? Mm. Because generally, I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing. Mm. Because no one walked through the word with me. Mm. I'm reading the word, but it's a case of I'm just doing whatever. It mm. wasn't necessarily... Diligently seeking out God or whatever, it's just, you're saved. you need to start reading the Bible now. Mm. So I just wake up, read a verse, whatever, not really meditate on it, not really take it in and just go about my business, mm. do what I'm doing, drop her off home. <laughs> Dropping,
0: Dropping her off home? Brof,
2: Already, honestly, like. drop her off home, a little sat come back home. You
0: know, so, just off of that, I know we've still got that question hanging, mm. Whether or not how you go about or should you go about correcting your pastor if he's not preaching correctly? That's the question, right? Mm-hmm. That's still coming. <laughs> but along this lines, like, what are we doing? And, and like, I don't know what you, you guys' experience has been with discipleship. Are you discipling people? Are you being discipled? Um, and what's that, what, what individually, like, if you guys don't mind sharing what what's been your journey in that, in that respect? Personally, I haven't actually been discipled um and I, n- I noticed it because i think I'll, I'll let you talk about your relationship with like io and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but once i noticed that i realized that there's no one really like uh constantly kind of like, doing life with me mm-hmm. and so for the most part it was kind of like certain preachers that i would gravitate towards um that i listened to more and their preaching was what was kind of discipling me or, mm. or, or molding the way that I approach my Christianity and the way that I approach mm-hmm. my walk with God. But I would have, and I think, yeah, I definitely would have appreciated having someone like physically there that is doing life with me, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I didn't necessarily get, that. obviously, the parents, I, I'm, I'm lucky to have parents that are in the church that will tell you to read your Bible, you know, will, yeah. Try to have awkward conversations with you about sex and oh, the well, I say sex about not having sex and how, how you, you will be die. kicked out of the house if you do have <laughs> sex and get someone pregnant uh, and stuff like that. And um, but to have someone like Christ w- had the twelve, you know, and they're walking with him everywhere, they're going everywhere with him. They're literally his apprentices, literally learning from him firsthand. It might not be practical, but to have someone do that in some capacity in my mm. life would have been really good, I think. I didn't necessarily get it, but God is, God is gracious. But I don't know about you guys.
1: Um, yeah, I never had anyone disciple in me because I went from my work. Partly because I didn't feel like I needed someone. Mm. I felt like through, through reading the Bible and like you said, like watching sermons online and having conversations every now and again. I could make my way. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. And, um, uh, yeah. If I could change it, I don't think I would have. Mm. Honestly. Yeah. Um, why, why would I have changed it? Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan of like opening up to someone and saying, <laughs> talking about life, especially if it's a guy, if it's a girl, so may be, I might may, may be a bit more I'm never going to lie I'm never
2: going to lie Go
1: West You're going to
0: wonder why <laughs> But we'll, we'll get into that next episode
2: yeah. this, this is it
1: But I can see The need for discipleship hmm. So I've approached my pastor And he said He's down To okay. Moving through stuff That's really so, good Yeah so We've got this thing where He'll be helping me
2: I'll be helping There's Just a bit at the top the piano, You know, yeah, Give yeah. and take Yeah Cool in terms of myself, um, if, if the, indi- the, the certain young strapping lad, man, listens to this, I really don't care what he's going to think about what I'm about to say. Because. Who's he talking about? You'll you, 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 you <laughs> find out. Just talk about it louder. It's my opinion. <laughs> it's, my, it's, it's not even an opinion, it's my perception and perspective. Um, after I came to faith, Everyone was kind of banging on about a mentor, so I approached a certain individual and I was like, "All right, cool, you know what? I would like you to mentor me." And the guy was like, "Yes, that's cool. We can we can get this. We can get this cracking." And his approach to mentorship—that pause right there, for
0: suspense. We still don't know who this
2: guy is. <laughs> I felt like drop kicking. On the floor and just get up and walk off. It's like we spent more time examining the occults than the word. Okay. So he was he was trying he was moving on a perspective of. From a lack of knowledge, my people perish. Mm. But if you look at that scripture, it's talking about a lack of knowledge of who you've been saved by yeah. and who you belong to, rather yeah. than the device of the enemy. They're not ignorant of the device of the enemy mm. because they haven't really changed. Mm. They, they might have changed their containers, mm. but it's still the same lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of pride of life. And it's war not against flesh and blood; it's uh, powers and principalities and rulers mm-hmm. of heavenly places and stuff. And it's it's a case of what you what you need as as a mm. disciple is to know who has saved you
0: mm.
2: not what you're fighting against. Mm. We spent most of our time with him telling me what I'm fighting against right. rather than who has saved me. Okay. Now he drilled a work-based mentality into me
1: okay.
2: from the offset and it's a case of He's telling me things and I'm just like, this This is not sitting well with me.
0: Mm.
2: I don't know why. I don't know. I can't explain it, but it's not sitting well. Mm. And I'm telling him it and he's like, that's your feelings. Your feelings have nothing to do with this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mate, God created people with feelings and emotions and he, wanted, he wants us to delight in him. Mm. That's an emotion. He wants us to fear him. That's an emotion. Mm. He wants us to to celebrate with those celebrating and mourn with those mourning. Those are all emotions. So he yeah. uses our emotions.
0: Yeah.
2: You might, you might be going somewhere and then God will turn your emotions to not to feel like I shouldn't go there. And God is using your emotions to steer you away from it. But he was like, your emotions are wrong. Mm. Don't listen to your emotions. And I'm like, something's not up here. Mm. And he didn't take the time to find out who I was. So I'm very much into the theological stuff. He says, the world doesn't need any more theologians. And I'm like, what? So basically, you're telling me the world doesn't need me because I'm that way inclined. That's essentially what you're telling me.
1: (laughs) It's because the world doesn't have enough theologians that the world is how it is.
2: So I'm like, that's that's essentially what you're telling me, that the world doesn't need me. Mm. So if God has created me to be a theologian, which I don't believe he has, it's along those lines, but it's not that. You've just told me that God's plan for my life isn't God's plan for my life. Are you God? Mm. So... Stop punching. Twice. It's (laughs) it's just a case of like, um, it was very much work-based. And obviously, we can't live based on our works. We can't. It just won't work. Um... I'm just going to move forward. We can't work, we can't function as um, Galatians says. Like, How can you complete in the flesh what was begun in the spirit? Mm. So it's just like, he, I went in Queen Mary. Um, there was this um, all nations Christian group. Every nation. Every nation. Mm. I went there and there was this guy that was just like, God is love man. God is love. He wants me to be happy so he wants me to have that girlfriend. He wants I'm like, blood. Like, literally, yeah. This is my first time I told this guy to leave. <laughs> I told this guy to leave.
1: Wait, so you went there and told the guy who was already there <laughs> <laughs> to leave.
2: This, this is it. This is it. And then I told him and then he said, "You did the right thing." All right. Okay. But now in hindsight, if I had, if that guy had left, who would have corrected him? Mm. He was in the place to be corrected.
0: Mm.
2: But me kicking him out, yeah. who would have corrected him? Mm. And that wasn't done in love, that was done in anger. Mm. So in that moment, I was no better than him. Mm.
1: If anything, you were worse than I him. I was worse than him. Because yeah. like, he knew better but you didn't do better
2: and that's the thing is when I came to you as my mentor someone who's meant to know more than me rather than you being like wow that wasn't in love you were like no you did the right thing you told him to leave and it was like he tried to justify it as um holy indignation, indignation. Yeah. I'm like it's not it's not because when those who did not know the word strayed Jesus didn't kick them away mm. He taught them. So how can you tell me his holy indignation? Mm. That's what he's been taught by another person. Mm. So unless someone of the right thing teaches him, how is he going to know?
1: Mm. That reminds me of, you know when you're in church and there are those those like troubled children and your parents will say, don't go talk to that child. Don't mm. go, yeah. And then that child will never learn because mm. they're not in, a, in an environment where they're going to see better. Yeah. And instead of your parents to say, come, so that they can see <laughs> The right way. Mm-hmm. They, they, they even secluding that person, He's a rock, and okay. then that person will go on to leave the church and say, oh, "I have not
2: quite accepted it inside the church." So mm-hmm. yeah, the reason I brought that story up was there was a, there was a, after one of the meetings we went downstairs and um, we were all discussing and talking and stuff, and there was like a whole bunch of girls coming out of the block where the, they held the meetings, and I was like, "Fam, you know what?" I'm going to go back to my dorm. I don't want to be here when all the girls are coming up, because I know that I struggle with lust. So I'm just going to start lusting after girls when they come down. And one of them mentioned, Rah, are are you serious? I was like, yeah, yeah. I want want to live a righteous life, so I'm going to go. And then he said, you're righteous minded, not Christ minded. Hmm. It did not make sense to me then. Hmm. But after like a year, I was like, snap. Mm. That's what he was talking about in terms of, I wanted to create my own righteousness to to be able to stand before God. Mm. I wanted to do everything in my power to be able to stand right before God, Mm. not recognizing that in Christ I already do. Mm.
0: Mm.
2: And from there, I'll be able to live a righteous life. And that was all due to what I had been taught. Mm. So eventually, by grace, I came out of his uh, mentorship I asked another woman to mentor me, but I didn't really speak to her. Um, it was just like touch base every now and then.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think it's
2: alright to have a woman to mentor if you're
1: there?
2: And vice versa? It's tricky. Yeah. Uh, vice, I wouldn't say vice versa. I wouldn't say guys should mentor women. I wouldn't say that. You think so? I wouldn't say, it's it, it's very sticky. It's sticky, yeah. So it's uh, dangerous. Yeah, I wouldn't advise it. So why is it not sticky the other way around? It can be sticky the other way around. It can be
1: sticky. But why is it not as sticky?
2: I can't say I don't think women are, are that easily that way inclined. But it is a case of the woman that I got to mentor me was my pastor's husband. And I never sat in a room with her. It was always over the phone. Okay.
0: Mm.
2: So we weren't anywhere, like, close to this and that. But if you're... I tried to discipline the girl and I ended up having a relationship with her. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's, that's that's the tale of the tape, to yeah. be honest, with, with those kind of things.
2: So <laughs> like, yeah. I, I wouldn't say, I would say it's not advisable, especially for me. Um, so if, if a girl ever comes to me, I just point her towards my wife and just like go talk to her. Yeah. Or I point in the direction of another girl that I know is in the word, yeah, talk to her. Yeah. yeah. Even if I'm going to do it, I'll be doing it with my sh- with my wife over my shoulder. Yeah. Or with my wife in the room or something. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I know pastors that apply the same principle and they're like... You know, I'm a pastor, but I'm a guy, so I'm not going to rent to any woman from the church. If they want mentorship, my wife is here with one person, they can come to the yeah. wife. If need be, the wife is going to be present, or the wife is going to be, like I said, over the shoulder, just pulling the strings more mm-hmm. or
2: less, and the pastor is just going to be a figurehead
0: in, in that relationship.
2: Um, currently, I don't have a mentor, but I have a pastor who I meet with every six to eight weeks just to discuss life and mm. to discuss how things are kind of going and how faith is um fitting into it and everything, so it 's just like kind of touch base. Yeah. he prays for me, I kind of talk um, he gives me that biblical counsel in terms of different situations mm. I get to release frustrations get to it, it allows me to reevaluate the whole six weeks or whatever mm-hmm. in light of the word um but primarily, I would say that. it's been one that I've kind of seen, especially as you were saying um, sermons, online sermons online communities and stuff, just getting involved in those, and also one major fact is I've kind of felt as though God's been actively involved in molding and shaping me um, through mutual friends um, interactions and stuff, so Peter, you, Ayo, Um, there's been another guy, Jamie um, even one woman at my workplace called She's she's been a major source of encouragement Mm. and it's just constantly like, he's just moulding me and shaping me by different people and it reminds me it's like, the saints are we are given to the body in terms of uh, equipping and edifying so that means that others are given to us to equip and edify us and we're given to them to to equip and edify Um, I think uh, in, in addition to that one for myself, like
0: I don't do it justice if I don't mention these guys, uh, cause in uni as well. Um, and for me it was a different, uh, society, unite. Uh, Hang that unite? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all went to the same uni. We all went by to the way. same uni. Me and, me and, Robert were both in unite. <laughs> me and like Robert, Mary. me and Robert started the uh, poetry, uh, workshop in unite. Oh, and, and, and all sorts. Um, but meeting those guys, Ade, uh, Caleb, those guys it wasn't necessarily mentorship, it was a paradigm shift. It was, they had come from an environment and a, a family and a church where they very much were practically into the spiritual. Um, and so praying, fasting, all-nighters were like normal things that they do every other week or whatever. And so I, 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 I became their friend and got pulled into that world. Where we're always studying the Bible, we're always talking about the Bible, we're always praying, we're always expecting for like those kind of miracles and stuff like that. And it really shifted my, my, um, it shifted the way I think about my walk from every day on a Sunday to every single day I'm walking with God. Uh, not every day on the Sunday, every Sunday to every day I'm walking with God. Um, and, and, and that really accelerated my growth uh, and those guys were instrumental and then like you said my uh, friendships uh, and meeting people um, uh, and you find yourself drawn to certain people and they all contribute to your growth in, in one way or the other.
1: And obviously you have got a shout out Peter the hell, with my group.
0: Yeah. This is all of it. It's been mutual. It's been mutual. It, is, it really has. Definitely been mutual. It really
1: has its... It really helps when you have people around you that have got mm. That, that mindset of of like pursuing Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you can have those Christians who are Christians, but they aren't
0: aren't pursuing Christ as such. My
2: wife calls them Ian's, Christians without Christ.
0: (laughs) 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 His wife's a poet, can you tell? (laughs) I think for, for the listeners that might find themselves in uni especially, like the Christian societies, they're good. They're good. I would say try and join them, but then find one that is real. Mm. Like find a Christian society that's actually a Christian society and it helps and especially find when you one, make one boom boom there you this go. is it there you go literally like if this you've got a passion it. for it or if you're even hungry like make one because there will be Christians around unless mm-hmm. you're going to like the University of Satan <laughs> <laughs> then, then even say.
2: there you might find something <laughs> you
0: might <laughs> so if you're there you might find <laughs> something um, but for real it's like being being amongst others it helps it helps Ooh. iron sharpens iron that's why we do the podcast black blacksmith's Blacks, Blacks, furnace boom and um,
1: even if there's no one to sharpen you, the fact that you're sharpening other people I mean, will, sharp as well. will yeah. sharpen you in the process. Yes.
0: God's kind of cool like that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> so we're going to talk about if your pastor's not a point. Oh, yes. Who's
2: what you got experience it. in this, actually? Me. <laughs> and you. <laughs> I've been in a privileged position where I could talk to my pastor on the level. Mm. so obviously prayer is a must because we're not the ultimate source we're not inerrant we no one no human is inerrant only God and his word is inerrant inerrant simply means without errors so all of us in our interpretation of the word everything there will be slightly and minor flaws sometimes major flaws so prayer is key, and being led by the Spirit of the Lord in terms of how to actually approach, yeah. how to speak to the pastor. I've been in a privileged position where I was able to do that. Um, and I have a deep respect for this pastor as well. So I shared it with him, but what I said, it's like, it was over, um, WhatsApp. So I was like, all right, cool, there's a few things happening that I don't quite agree with. I'd rather speak to you in person rather than over the phone or anything like that. Um, so let's try and make a date, um, sit down and kind of talk it out. And he he replied and was like, well, I actually respect you for doing that. I respect you for not just listing it out on WhatsApp because mm. it, it leaves it open for misinterpretation mm. and you having the respect to be able to say, well, like, I disagree with certain things, let's sit down and talk. Mm. So we were able to sit down, I was able to share all my all my frustrations and stuff. And he took them on board. He took them on board and that's something that I appreciate as well, mm-hmm. that he took it on board. Um not everything changed, obviously, but um I could see that what I said resonated mm-hmm. and it if affected and shaped the way he did his thing and it also gave him the opportunity to share why he's done things the way he's done it. Because mm. I didn't understand why he had done it the way he'd done it. All I could see was you're making mistakes mm. rather than his heart behind what he was doing.
0: Mm.
2: So it informed me and it informed him. Mm. And it it put him in a position where he was like, all right, cool, God has given you a heart for this. Mm. So I will put you in charge of it mm. to kind of shape and mould how this will look within the church. Mm.
0: Mm. So I think for you, it was an application of wisdom and mm. prayer mm-hmm. and not... Just doing that thing out of anger where you just list it out. Like you said, not listing out on, on WhatsApp. For me, it was, I, I didn't benefit from that wisdom. It was literally just button heads, uh, where I felt culture, uh, cause, cause I'm from a Ghanaian church as well. Uh, I say a Ghanaian, a deeply Ghanaian church, <laughs> <laughs> where the, the older one is right. Mm. The younger one is wrong. You know, and and I got to a point where it was just like, especially in Bible study, I would it would be it would end up being just a contest between two of us. And I think something someone pointed out to me is, do I want to be heard or do I want to make a point? And if I want to make a point, then I need to figure out, or I need to apply wisdom in making that point, if that point is going to be of benefit to anyone. Mm. If I just want to be heard, we can have shouting contests. They'll hear both of us. But if I want to make a point, Then I need to know how to go about it, Um, and and the pastor was one who doesn't react to confrontation, but then he would rather you um, the way that with him it works is put in a question if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like make it less I'm telling you what's right to could this be better Mm -hmm. kind of kind of approach Mm -hmm. Um, and that was actually getting like addressing more of the things that I thought weren't necessarily right. Mm. Um, And you see change happening. Yeah, yeah. And then with growth as well, I realised there were some instances where it wasn't necessarily that he was wrong, it was just that I was being prideful. And so I had to dial back on that and deal with that. Mm. Um, But then where it was wrong, by God's grace, that kind of wisdom and that kind of humility in approaching it, not necessarily wanting to appear the victor of a discussion. But to just make a point and see if that would, um, if if that makes uh, makes a difference. That did make a difference in the end.
2: Mm. I have to add as well. <clears throat> I just don't want to paint a pretty picture in terms of I did it right. <laughs> but as the case of the first church I was at, the church that I was doing my thing with the chick, and then mm. like, people were talking behind my back. Mm. Um, like yeah, the pastor was 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 talking some stuff that. I was looking at it and I was just like, wow, like, fam, this, this, this don't glorify God. Mm. Um, for instance, I'm, but I'm just going to say it. For instance, (laughs) he was saying, um, one of the main reasons to win souls is so that God will answer your prayers. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Sam, i was like, what? Like, you're not even trying to say that. God is glorified when we testify about his greatness to other people. Mm. God is glorified when another soul comes into his kingdom. Mm. God is glorified when another person who was dead in sin becomes alive in Christ. Mm. We get our prayers answered. Mm. That was just like, your ser- his sermons were man-centered. Mm. rather than God-centered. It was very centered around what we can get, Mm. rather than God's glory and what he has given in his glory. Mm. Um, We will spend prayer evenings praying fire into our, our auntie in Africa's camp. Who has sabotaged our promotion. You see, you see today, yeah. Today, I'm battling this tonsillitis, yeah. I shouldn't have gone to that church this week. like tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to that church. I'm battling tonsillitis, yeah. It's a case of my auntie in the village has done something to my foot. Fire. Fire. Tonda. <laughs> thunder will bend them will pluck out their eyes mm-hmm. but yeah it's, it's like we'll spend the whole prayer meeting just like praying against our auntie in Africa's camp mm. and I'm there and I'm like I just want to worship mm. I just want to bask in the greatness of God I just want to know that in Christ no weapon formed against me shall prosper
1: you know what you're talking about, that, that whole playing against... Mm-hmm. Do you think that happens...
2: Do you think that's just like a, like a very African thing? It seems to be, but I haven't been in something like different church from different places to know if it's just African. But I know that there is a, a really strong, in terms of demonic warfare in a lot of Afro-Caribbean continents and stuff. Mm. So for us, it's, it's very real. I think, yeah, I think that's the thing, like culturally Mm -hmm.
0: like even if i'm to look at something as film as an indicator you find witchcraft in um in western films tends to result in like harry potter technological advancement Mm -hmm. so you've got that can you know charm like it's it's all it's kind of it's all white magic Mm -hmm. and it's all kind of not necessarily wrong, but it's all kind of positive. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. know, it's a good witch. witch. It's, it's, it's you know, <laughs> yeah. you've got evil witches as yeah. well,
2: but then it's all.
1: But they're like the minority.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. In Trump the good witches are fighting with the angels. I'm like, nah, don't call me that <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, don't call me that nonsense about your fight with the angels. But like, even like...
1: And one of the angels had a baby. Baby <laughs> with a witch! Like, bam, what's
0: going on? What is going on? A, a, and the babies a, have powers. Yeah, a, a, because it's so
1: every fairy you, would, you, you wouldn't realise that a baby, an angels having a baby
0: with blood. a witch. <laughs> that's with what blood. happened before the flood. <laughs> but that's the West. And that's the West kind of view of spirituality. And so you find, I think... I don't know if this correlation is actually correct, but what I see is Western churches then don't necessarily focus so much mm-hmm. on that aspect. It's not biblical. It's not um demonic warfare. It's biblical theology. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, trying to stay relevant, if that makes sense. So you've got churches that are willing to be, to have gay bishops and whatever. Or Fire! on like... <laughs> But then in Africa, if I'm to use the film as an indicator as well, like African... Witches, they're always meeting under plantain trees in in order, in order to bring, in order to bring down, in order to bring down various members of their family. It's all, it's all, let me pull down my brother so that I go above. And that's the idea of witches. And so, not so, but then we then have our churches focused a lot on demonic welfare so mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a cultural thing okay here's a question so let's say
1: you're in a church and you know what they're teaching is wrong and like it's a bit it's a bit of a corrupt church do you leave because it's corrupt
2: or do you stay and try and be the one that changes it to make it a good which, church which brings me back to the story that I was saying, Yeah, mm. I was in that I just left I just left I left and every time I would go back I would just realise that it's still the same they've still got the same systems in place they're, they're trying to advance the um, the face of the church so like get a new building and stuff like that mm. but in terms of the message and everything i I don't agree with it I don't agree with and, and it's like I have tried to make a difference i've tried to to do but it was a case of just i became i became conscious of the need to serve within the church mm. through studies and stuff I became I became conscious of the need to serve. So I was like, all right, cool. I want to serve within the church, whatever it may be. And as soon as I wanted to serve, I be- I went from a passive, come on a, on a Christ- uh, come on a Sunday, sit at the back corner, listen to the sermon. As soon as he says, amen, sneak out, mm-hmm. obviously sneak kind out of with the girl, go mm-hmm. go sit in the car, do whatever. But it was a case of, I actually wanted to be active. Mm-hmm. So I came to the pastor. I was like, all right, well, I want to serve. These are my strengths. Um, these are some of the stuff that I do. Um, how can I serve? I prayed about it. Stuff like that. I was led to a specific team. Trying to work with the team. When I say, as soon as I started working with a team, yeah, politics. Mm. Like, I got smacked on the face with politics. I'm not about to get into it. Because I know that some of the people from that church might listen to this. <laughs> and it's just, I got smacked right in the face with politics, yeah. And... I wasn't on it. To mm. me, I, I I wasn't on it. So I, I stopped serving in that capacity. I became passive again. Um, I was just doing my own thing, um, studying at home, doing everything at home. And just, yeah, it just got to the point, I felt God leading me to the second church, I was able to speak to the pastor. So mm. I, I just went, I went to the pastor, I put the meeting with the pastor and I said to him, you know what, my time in the church is over. Um, I feel God moving me to another church this is the church that I'm going to go to this is why I'm going there to, to fellowship to worship but God is also leading me leading me there to serve
0: yeah.
2: And this is the capacity to which I'm going to be serving there and I was like yeah from now on I'm, I'm not a part of the church anymore yeah. and I just left after that um, which I think is another good thing to do when you're leaving a church to be able to sit down with a pastor and just tell him that oh, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving yeah. um, I think my, my experience was a bit different from that in the sense of I
0: got to a point where I felt at my church that I wasn't agreeing with some of the things they were saying, some of the preachers that they were doing. Um, and I'd come to a point where, because I'm I, like in some really small capacity part of the leadership, um, I thought, okay, try and make a difference, try and then change stuff. It wasn't really happening. But when it came to time where I felt I wanted to leave, um, one of my elders actually sat me down and gave me the, told me, I shouldn't leave, I should stay. Stay and pray, stay and then, um, try and effect that change, even if I feel like I'm not. Um, and when I went to sit down with the pastor, who I thought would be more than happy to let me go, he also said no. He also wanted me to stay. And so I ended up staying, um, and just through prayer and through, because remember, I didn't say like, no, that God led me to leave. It was, I felt like I had to leave. So, for me, it ended up being that staying actually has yielded more results mm. than my leaving. So, I'd actually say that it's more listening to God, like, like, Definitely. like you said, um, and seeing what God wants you to do. Mm. It could be that, I think it could be that He could have you want, wants you to go somewhere else, like mm-hmm. He did do you, or He could want you to stay, like He did to me. I don't know if you've had an experience like that as well.
1: Um, no, I've been in Salvation Army for the last five, six years
2: now. Mm. And yeah,
0: I don't mm. think, I don't think that happens very much It's no it. be. It's like, yeah Because you're not in an African church Yeah right? Sorry no, no 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 I'm not saying that I'm um, not saying that at
1: all I think one thing with the Salvation Army is It's One church With like Many branches mm. So If like The core army i Leadership is on point mm. Then they'll take out those pastors mm. And then They'll send someone in That's mm. never happened <laughs> <laughs> But That's what that's, Yeah That's the kind of system they have in place mm. So the pastors are accountable to someone,
0: mm. if that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. And, 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 and I wanted to ask, so like, so like the Salvation Army, everyone in the Salvation Army is salvationist. Every mm. salvation is in the Salvation Army, more or less, kind yeah. of thing. With, some, say, you're from like a Pente- Pentecostal background. Yeah. Do you feel like that's that like there's that same accountability around all the different Pentecostal churches? Um no. And you think that's a good thing or a bad thing or like no. what are the pros and cons no. of
0: so of such a system? I think uh Mo you said like uh you, you quoted where the Bible talks about you'll be drawn to that which you like to hear, or you'll be drawn to preachers that you like mm-hmm. to hear. Um and I think so that this is my problem with denominations in general. Uh because there weren't necessarily denominations when God started, when Christ started the church, oh, oh, oh. you know, and, and Paul says, do not say I follow Cephas or so I follow Paul. Mm. We all follow Christ, you know. Well, these are the guys that you came upon. These are the guys that you gravitate to. These are the guys that you relate to. Fair enough. But you are following Christ. What's happened now is it's come so far down and I think it's become so far, so much diluted that not diluted, but just branched out mm-hmm. that you will find if you, like research the various denominations; they all kind of go back up into a certain point, and then there's maybe one scripture or one doctrine that sets them apart, mm. and it could be just a misunderstanding of that doctrine or a, a misinterpretation of that doctrine that has led to there being so different. Like, oh, and and it goes down to becoming such extreme differences. So, in the pontic- in, I would attribute that to the the reason why there isn't that same. Um, Uh, what's it called Uh, accountability within pentecostals in the sense of there are some pentecostals that are so far i'll say spiritual that nothing else matters it's not even about reading your bible it's not even about i think it's whatever the prophet says that is right you know and there's a story actually about this that led to my girlfriend thinking that i am um know it all when it comes to the Bible because the prophet says something. You know and they've been in the church where if the prophet says something, it was I was at a conference prophet says, if the prophet says something and you don't even understand, don't 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 worry, do it. <laughs> <laughs> like <clears throat> And he's quoting from scripture and I'm like, yeah in those scriptures the people went for God and God said through the prophet something to them. But you're saying the people should come for the prophet and do whatever the prophet says. Yeah. But anyway, that aside, no. There are some Pentecostals that are like that. There are other Pentecostals that actually want to study the Bible and actually want to do that. Mm. And I think it's you don't get that accountability for that reason. Um, I I think it's. it's, And and I know know, of your church, you've got different branches. Yeah. 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 You you feel that like there's uh, some sense of accountability within the different. Within yes, in the same way as the salvation, uh, salvation army has that. Um, So do you think if like your pastor wasn't doing his job? He'll be taken up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's happened. (laughs) Not, not at my place. Not my place. (laughs) Not my place. Not at my place. But at my, and in in my church, there have been apostles. So this is above the pastor. Apostles will normally be in charge of like a country, or the branches in a country. Okay. They've been apostles who have been removed because they ain't doing their thing. They've been apostles who have been suspended. For my church, they love their, oh, oh, forgive me. They love their suspensions. They love the discipline. Yeah, they'll tell you point blank because it doesn't make the church look good. They don't discipline. So they love the discipline. But they try to do their love. I've got my own problems there. We'll talk about that in another episode. But yeah, that happens. Um, I don't know. What about yourself, man? In terms of... What was the question again? Um, accountability.
1: Accountability within
2: the denomination. Crack my fingers and get into this one. Yeah. Okay, but
1: before, before you go into that, because I know... That the church you you are at now is very different from the church you've just recent, mm-hmm. recently left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe talk about the two the
2: Like okay. how are they different? And then, all okay. right. So the first church is a Pentecostal church that has got many different branches. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of off doing that. I, I, I wasn't involved in the church enough to be able to know if that pastor was accountable to another pastor. So whatever. this was like your first first church. First, 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 first church okay. The no. second church was the second ch- church. church plant.
0: Yeah. So oh, that
2: was, church. What's the church plant? A church plant is when someone kind of plants and builds, starts a new church in a new area. I want to talk about that, but that's a story right we'll, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. Right now, time, time is looking a bit peak and Mrs. like hollered me about half an hour ago talking about when oh, you're getting oh, home. Oh, right, okay,
0: um, yeah. Hand-tack the Mrs. the Mrs. this is
2: it. Okay. Hand-tack the Mrs. And, and, the, and the four-month-old baby still. Cheers!
0: That's our goddaughter so, right I'm there. Missing,
2: I'm missing her right now.
0: Goddaughter right there. This is
2: it. It's, it's a case of... Um, Church plant obviously is a church plant, so it wasn't associated with any other church. But the pastor had two other pastors over him that yeah. he was accountable to. One pastor he kind of had to give written reports as to what's happening
0: nice. and everything,
2: and the pastor would kind of read through it and then be like, "Why is this happening?" or "Blah blah blah, this and that." And I think another one that he was financially accountable to. Yeah. So they were like monitoring both sides of it, and then also he got he's got a partner church in Texas Jeez. that he's also. Big boy movements, but it's like a partner church in Texas that the pastor's like a brother to him, oh. so rebuking all of them things that are flowing nicely. Mm. Mm. And plus, it's like bounce ideas, and that. so he's got different people around him that kind of keep him in check. The church that I'm currently at um, don't don't really have any accountability. Um, it's it's in, it's it's not in the best of conditions. But is that because they're on their own, or is that because no, they're it's part it's, of? it's Stuff happened within oh. that needs to be addressed, but by grace, is it like part of
0: a single unit on its own. Yeah, or is it was is like a branch.
2: It, it was a branch, but through some stuff that yeah, happened in, in the away. past of church, they, uh, they had to kind of separate. So right now, they literally are standing alone. Right, but they've been standing. They've been doing that for a good couple of years. Well, mm. decades. Um, <laughs> years decades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright fair enough okay, and Wait, what about I decades know, is 10, 10 years and yeah a yeah, 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 yeah. couple of decades
0: and I know before this church you were at city hall
1: yeah how was the accountability yeah
2: that's, that's what yeah, city hall was, oh, yeah. yeah, okay, was a church oh that's a church okay the first yeah. one was the one that I didn't quite know it is a yeah. branch it is a branch of a big bigger church yeah. but I didn't quite know how the yeah. I, I, I would
0: like, like to. to point out that your first church which is a branch of another mm-hmm. yeah and we're not mentioning names here because we want to necessarily offend we will offend eventually in due time but <laughs> i know another person that goes a different branch mm-hmm. of your church and it's very different very yeah. different because yeah. i've been there before very yeah.
2: very different. Good different, or bad different good
0: different good different
2: good different and um, um in terms of churches denomination i i side with peter in terms of i don't feel i don't All of them kind of come down to one doctrinal question. Mm. Like Pentecostals um, are very heavy on the move of the Holy Spirit. And some of them are so mystical that they've forgotten the whole biblical principles and stuff. Some of them are so biblical that they've cut out the whole Holy Spirit and stuff. So every every church has its pros and cons. But I'm also aware that everybody worships slightly differently. Mm. So, like my wife, she loves praise and worship. Mm-hmm. so whenever she's at a church where it's time to pray silence she feels uncomfortable because mm-hmm. whenever she's praying she's very vocal she 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 prays like she prays out loud so but whenever she's in a church that is very vocal as well she feels at home mm-hmm. she, she I'm not likes, of the whole praying out loud I prefer like being nice and quiet I like to be nice and quiet stuff. as well but I'm,
0: I'm, I'm the opposite I like to get into it and like
2: but yeah. I found that I'm still able to be quiet in the midst of noise yeah so for me, I'm like, I would rather my wife be comfortable,
0: yeah.
2: and be able to praise and worship in the midst of the noise, and I can I can sit there and quiet, because mm-hmm. I can still find that quiet place even in the midst of all the all the troubles and stuff. And it kind of reminds me of peace in the midst of the storm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of one head over a massive manor church, I see its benefits. But I also depend... As soon as it gets starts getting, like, massively big and stuff, it starts to resemble the Pope to me. So, the Pope. Pope. Oh, right. Because okay. the Pope is the single individual over the whole of the Catholic Church. So nothing happens or should happen in the Catholic Church without his authority, without him saying so. Mm. So... Essentially, what we've done is, well, what the Catholic Church has done is, you can crucify me if you want, if you're a Catholic listening to this. Oh, please jump in the comments and then like, let's in. continue the conversation. If, if, if you want to at me,
0: yeah, <laughs> <can> at me. <laughs> God, what you're saying, man. yeah. <laughs> But saying nice
1: things to me, I, I don't like
2: conflict. It's a case of lies.
1: <laughs> nah, this,
0: this guy is that conflict <laughs> guy. This guy is conflict. <laughs> no,
1: I like to start conflict. I don't like to be inside the conflict. You see this guy's life.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Can, um, we for, can we pray for Robert, please? I'm, lay
1: hands I'm, I'm actually a good guy. I'm actually a good guy. So um, it's...
2: What the Catholic Church has done is they've elevated a man into the position of God. Mm. Where his, he has the final authority over the church. Because they said, um, he's following in the leadership of Peter. Peter, yeah. But the thing is, when you look at Acts, even the first church had a three-man leadership. James, the brother of Jesus, John, and Peter. Yeah. And even Peter was sent out on errands. When was the last time you saw the Pope sent out on an errand?
1: And and That's why even Paul was saying... Paul Paul rebuked Peter. Yeah,
2: Paul rebuked Peter. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a case of like we've just put him in this position where he's totally cut off. He stands alone. Um, his interpretation of the Bible stands. Nah, mate. Nah. Bible says that we do not need a teacher for the Holy Spirit will teach us. Obviously, that that comes with different things because the Bible also says that. Um, be respectful to those who teach you and those who like stand leadership, over you. Do leadership and all of those stuff, but it is a case of there's no one ultimate teacher. Christ says, "God is your teacher. God is your father. God is your teacher. Look to Him, and in all things, look to God." It's it's just that. It's right. so yeah, I I feel that issue in terms of one person one, or one group of people having a lot of power. Yeah. yeah. Power corrupts. Ultimate power corrupts. Ultimately, only God can hold that power, mm. and I feel, I feel it, I feel it very strongly that we need to reserve that power for Him. It is His, or He, He alone is sovereign. like mm. it's a case of in, in, in
0: the words of Kanye West, no, no one man can have all like, that power. You know, you know what it is, yeah. Kanye used to, wait to make some. He used music. to be an important I, I, word here. You know what, yeah. 2020. Less <laughs> Less for
1: <laughs> For another
0: day. Vote for Kanye. Don't vote for Kanye. <laughs> this
1: is it. This is it. So yeah. I just feel like he's, he's going to come back one day. But that is a topic. Kanye point. is going to come back one day. Fam. I'll listening to The weekend's album and I heard a bit of old school Kanye there. But that's a topic for another day. All
2: right. <laughs> Like, so i think we'll just round up <laughs> you, you know what yeah there's there's grace isn't it? there's grace there's isn't it? grace there's still hope so god can still save kanye yes. he can save anyone beyonce jay-z you're only that man there oh but, calling names it's it is, isn't it? and all of you man yeah i need yeah. to say this. just because you see someone read in the book about godly uh, like wives praying for their husbands or doesn't mean they're Christians, yeah? Four. Look at their life, Whoa.
0: yeah? Whoa. I'm
2: not calling out any Even names. Even like I don't know what's
0: going on right now. I'm
2: not calling out any names, yeah? But it irritates me when you see one woman talking about, "Ah, oh, I was praying for my husband. Oh, she's a Christian. No.
0: When you see someone come and stand there, and I want to thank God for this award, and the award is for a song like, Check up on it or like uh, like, anaconda. Please, what what God are you? Are you? I don't. Anyway, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, (laughs) my wife
2: is waiting for me. Um,
1: I'm about to go. Okay, so I wish to wrap up. Um, please listen to it. Please leave comments. If you have questions that you want would want us to talk about on the podcast, please write them. If you don't agree with anything we said, if you agree with something we said please leave a comment in the comment section below and yeah next I don't know when the next time we'll do this is great we need to find the time to yeah, do it yeah. yeah. but yeah I hope you enjoy it and if there's anything you
2: feel we could do better let yeah. us know Yes. because well. we're all
1: very new to this this is a learning curve
2: for all of us this is That's it and right. um, obviously if you've got the time pray for us, and pray for please, the for yeah. us.
0: just
2: pray that not a lot of sense of pride yeah um, that we know it all yeah. obviously the Bible says knowledge puffs up but love edifies that mm-hmm. truly we shall do this in love that truly we shall do this for the glory of God and not just for the um, blacksmith to furnace a, yeah. to be seen as something that's so dope or whatever sure. that's not the case that's not anything that we're trying to do it's, it's all for God so just pray that he remains the focus Jesus thank you guys for listening <laughs>